Hi, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you wearing what it do, boo? True. I dig your weirdness. I want some more of it. I want to see more of it. I want to feel more of it. Oh my god. Welcome to the Josh Waring podcast. We appreciate you listening. Merci. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Poetic Charm. We actually have an amazing guest lined up, Miss Christina, who owns the company Simply Intimate Bliss. And essentially, we're going to talk about how to explore your body, ladies, in a more sensual way. I'm doing the TLC detox cleanse. So um, I did that just to lose weight. And it just so happened I became part of that brand. And a lot of people have been asking me for that as well. You know, so good health all the way around the board. Absolutely. And what actually is the TLC challenge? So the TLC challenge is basically you lose five pounds in five days. Wow. By by detoxing your body. And it's crazy because when we're younger, a lot of us can remember taking laxatives and eating prunes. When we get older, we forget to take care of our bodies. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, um, I literally lost 10 pounds wow. in two weeks. So, yeah. Well, how do you feel? More energy? Yes, um, I feel more energy. Um, my blood pressure is not as high as it used to be. Nice. Um, yeah, I had to lose the weight um, because it was causing a health concern for me. And, you know... I always tell my husband, like, our daughter needs us. You know, it's not about us anymore. We we can't just do what we want. You know, um, we have a responsibility to be here and take care of our responsibility. And you can't take care of your responsibility if you're not taking care of yourself. Amen. You know, so. And I feel I like. Everybody- on the pescatarian see i was always pescatarian but my thing was um pasta ah yes pasta french fries pizza (laughs) absolutely (laughs) carbs you name it i was about it you know so now i trade in the carbs for more vegetables that's amazing i mean that's uh that's the best life right there yeah and What I appreciate the most of what about you said about terms of TLC and self-care and reminding, you know, essentially people to think about themselves, because I feel like if you look at the state of the world now, it's a lot of people not taking care of themselves. And for what you do in terms of business, I think that's amazing. It's a great message for ladies and their partners, right? Or whoever, right? To take care of themselves. Yes. Yes. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you have to be one with yourself. 
Absolutely. So for those who don't know, Christina is the owner and business operator of Simply Intimate Bliss. So Christina, in your own words, could you tell our listeners about Simply Intimate Bliss? Oh, <laughs> well, Simply Intimate Bliss was founded um, in 2011. Um, we cater to women and men to bring confidence um, within ourselves, within their selves and within their relationship um, by using different products as far as sex toys, lingerie, edibles, um, anything that makes you feel good or put the spark back into your relationship. Um, trying something new, we cater to that. That's amazing. And I mean, I feel like it's such a taboo subject to talk about because it's more than just, you know, being sensual toys for lack of better words. Yes. Yes. Um, Simply intimate bliss is just not for sex toys, you know, um, I started the business um, and I gained a lot of confidence. I wasn't the type of person that um, had a high self-esteem, you should say. Um, I felt very, you know, closed in and closed-minded. And I happened to go to a sex toy party with one of my girlfriends. And I was clueless when I first started, you know, I was like, what, 21, 22? No, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. My first sex toy party, I was 24. Okay. Yes, I was 24 because I was dating my husband at the time. And I came back and I was just like, I came from the um, sex toy party. It was with, um, oh gosh, what was it? Pure Romance, if I'm thinking, if that's what it was. The sex toy party was from Pure Romance. Okay. It was a a lady um, that was giving a party. And I bought a couple of things, not knowing what I was buying. (laughs) 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 You know, I'm always supporting, you know, companies, you know. So I figured... You know, why not support? She came all this way. Right. Um, And it was fun. So I came home, showed my husband at the time, he was my boyfriend, and showed him what I have learned and everything. And I was like, oh, we should start our own. Well, I was like, oh, I should join. You know, I wanted to be underneath her. And he said, well, how much is it? I said $200. He said, well... They only sell their products, right? And I said, yeah, everything has their the company's name on it. And he said, well, why don't you start your own business and sell everybody's products? Absolutely. That's wonderful advice, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of that. And I was just like, you're absolutely right. Now, how are we going to do it? Um, so we did our research. Um, we went to Vegas, um, they had a sex expo, um, and it took some time, you know, um, 
we also came up with the name that day that I was showing him what I um, received from the sex toy party, which was simply intimate bliss, um, because he said it had to be something simple. And I thought of intimacy Mm -hmm. and (laughs) somehow or another, simply intimate bliss came out of our mouths. And I was like, okay, I like that. That's what it's going to be. Um, but we did a lot of research, a lot of research. Um, we just didn't dive right in. It took some time and we didn't give up and we, you know, Yes, that's amazing. And I feel like you guys essentially epitomize the the concept of these these toys is is that you essentially get to educate yourself and learn, you know, learn about your body. Yes. Because I learned about my body over the years of things I didn't know nothing about. Um for instance, um the location of the G spot. Right. <laughs> and how to get to the G spot. You know, I was very um, young and not experienced. You know, I wasn't really experienced. And, you know, educating myself about different sex toys and the longevity of the toys, the product, like how it's made, you know, between silicone and plastic and latex you know it's a lot of people out here that has um latex allergies you know so you have to know um not just about the toys but hygiene with the toys you know proper hygiene uh, how to clean the toys because again this stuff is going in us you know it's going inside our our bodies you know, so yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of pleasure, but hygiene was one of the things that I had to really understand and learn. Absolutely. And I mean, these are things that are essential because those would be the type of things that if, if you take it lightly, it could really mess up your body. Yes, it can. So out of curiosity, how often do people come to you and ask questions about how things could spice up their life? I mean, because I feel like if if I knew someone who was in this world, I feel like I'd be, again, if I was a person who didn't know, I'd be like, I'd be curious about that stuff all the time. Very often. Um, sometimes I have to filter myself because mm-hmm. sometimes I have to check their age. <laughs> oh, right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, but it's very often, as far as adults, some adults feel as though that they're older than me. They know what they're doing until I give a sex toy party and they learn something different, you know, but it's like, What's the saying? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Right. But they're actually learning the new tricks. <laughs> True. You know, <laughs> you know, so, um, but very often, very, very often, and very often I'm still learning when I'm giving these sex toys parties. Sometimes 
um, it's not just me. Sometimes it might be another vendor there, or um, I've been doing a lot of dominatrix parties, and I learned a lot about dominatrix that I had no clue about, like tying the rope, um, different safe words, how to smack um, the buttocks the correct way for the, um, your partner to get an orgasm, you know, um, how to pull on the hair, how to hold the neck. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a lot. And I'm learning every single day, not just teaching, but I'm learning. And that is the blessing out of my business is constantly learning. It's true. And during your research, what was the most eye-opening thing you learned in this journey? Mm. That I'm not the only one that likes to keep it spicy in the bedroom. True. I'm not the only one that... Um, is trying to build confidence. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I feel like if you don't feel confident when you're engaging in sensual activities, you're probably not having fun or not as much fun as you could. Yeah, but, you know, the confidence go more than just the bedroom. When you have confidence in the bedroom, you have confidence throughout your whole entire life. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of people that perceive to be confident, but really are not. I really get to tap into who people are really are in the inside, you know, um, and to find out they're just like me. I think that is what I find very interesting in my journey of learning and doing this business is that on the outside we seem so different but on the inside we're all the same it's true and how often do men come to you and ask for your expertise because like you said sometimes if you don't know your body if you don't if you're not confident in yourself it's going to be harder to understand someone else's body as well. You know what? Men have not asked me anything. Really? No, but I asked men. When I first started my business, I first started with toys for women. And um, I would go to beauty salons and barbershops and um, my god brother, he owns a barbershop. Um, and I told him I was starting my business and he was like, there's nothing for men. To me, I didn't think men were into masturbation or dominatrix or anything kinky. I just thought they like doing it the regular way or doggy style. And long as they getting it in, they're good. But no, men really do like to experiment as well. So I'm always asking questions um, to men. I'm asking questions from men 
to find out the answers to provide men. If that makes any sense. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah. I think what would make sense for simply intimate bliss, just just a suggestion as a as a fan, right? You may want to mm-hmm. start a podcast where you have guys call in and you can ask them those questions. I think that would be amazing. Yes. Yes, we can do that. Because <laughs> I felt definitely do that. Yeah, they would get a lot of value from that conversation. Yeah. And and a lot of women, because we think we know what a man wants and we have no idea. And vice versa. Men think they know exactly how we like it, but every woman is different. Every man is different. You know? Um so to have that open um, forum of just communicating with each other, that would be excellent. It's true. And it would probably make the relationship that much stronger and better. Yes. Communication is key and it's better when you communicate with the mind, body and the spirit. Yes, I agree. So I love how you said confidence starts with you because we all must look within. Do you ever come across any clients that are unable to take that step? Yes. I do. And I try not to push them. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I do suggest um, for, you know, because it's a lot of women that are like, no, I'm okay. You know, they might be single and they just don't know themselves or they might be in a relationship and don't know themselves and, you know, dealing with BS from their partner. And it's like, one of the biggest complaints that I get is either their partner does it too quick or they're not doing it right. And my, my answer to that, to them, is to know yourself first. Because how can your partner know what you like if you don't know what you like? Exactly. That is absolutely key. I mean, you really have to be in tune with yourself if you even hope to be in tune with another human being. I mean, that's the essence of sensuality. Yes. You know, once you know what you like, you can teach your partner, whether you're a guy or a girl, you know, teaching is the key. Learning first is the key and then teach. It's just, yeah, you will have the best relationship ever. I'm still learning and still teaching. And I've been in the same relationship for 10 years I can't believe it's been 10 years. Oh, my gosh. A decade. Look at that. <laughs> Congratulations. That's 10 oh years. Oh, my gosh. It's been 10 years. N- nice job. I mean, that's a big deal. Not many uh, businesses last 10 years. And even if they're worth billions of dollars, sometimes one little move can end them, you know? So 10 years. That's what's up, Christina. Congratulations. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been, and but see, my business was on and off. I had to put my business on hold when I had my child. Um, and it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, my daughter will be five on the 4th of July. And I can't believe I've been somebody's mother for almost five years. So, yeah, but the relationship itself for 10 years is, um, yeah, it's, um, it's a lot. It's work. A lot of people want that long-term relationship or wants to find the love of their life or, you know, um, they don't realize that it's a job. It's another job. Yeah, yeah. that's that's definitely true. And it's not an easy job. You know, when I had my daughter, sometimes I forget about my job as a wife, as a lover, because I'm so focused on my daughter. And it's like, oh, well, she needs this. She needs that. Okay, I got to do this. I got to run this business. I got to do this. I got to be here. You know, and then it's like, as long as we cooking and cleaning, everything should be fine. No, it's not. It's not that simple because they can go to anybody that cooks and clean. They can go to their mama for a cooking and clean home. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Um, you really have to put in that time. Um, so, what I suggest anybody who have kids and they're still with their kid's father, you know, make sure you take the time out to um, pleasure each other and not just physically, but mentally. Have a conversation, get off of social media. What me and my husband do on Saturdays, Saturdays and Sundays, we turn off everything and we spend time with each other. That's really healthy. I mean, just to cut out all those distractions is kind of like having a, a weekend getaway in a different city or country. Yeah. And our daughter was gone for a whole month with her grandparents. Wow. So we really was like, okay, we're going to take this moment. You just got off of work. I just got finished working. I'm a cook. You know, we're going to spend our moments together. Um, so, you know, whether it's watching a movie, reading a book together, talking about our day, we make sure we take that time out to focus on each other. You have to. You really have to. It's true, because if you don't, it'll start showing itself in other ways. So, the, <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yes, because uh, then somebody is going to be looking elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That too as well. But I actually would mean the behavior because I feel like there's a when someone, let's say, is uh, sexually frustrated, that they tend to have an annoyance demeanor like they they become annoyed by everything. It's kind of like that old joke, you know, back in in school, like, oh, you, you would wish your teacher would, you know, get some so they would ease up on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what? You ain't never lie. <laughs> you, you, you ain't never lie. Because I can tell when he's in a good mood. 
see me as a woman, and I think most women, we're so driven career-wise, we could care less about that, especially when we got a family to take care of. But men, however, definitely need that quality time. I definitely could tell when the mood changes, you know, if he's happy or not. I'm like, okay, you're not happy, so I got to make you happy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that comes from, you know, that amount of time learning each other and learning each other's bodies, which is incredibly important. Yeah. And it's also just paying and not just learning each other's bodies, but just paying attention to signs and getting out of your own way. Sometimes we as women, we get in our own way. Mm. And I know guys definitely do as well. I know the uh, expression is. You know, they keep stepping on their own dick. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that expression, but okay. <laughs> but uh, essentially, yeah, they can't get out of their own way. I never heard that expression. <laughs> <laughs> so in this you know, last decade of being in business, what are the major issues your clients have? And how have your products and services solved that solution? Because mm. I know initially you were talking about, you know, them losing their spark in a relationship as well. Yeah. Um, I think the major problem is a lot of us, especially in the black community, um, we're spiritual. Mm -hmm. We grew up a certain way. So the stigma of using something other than your partner, it kind of makes it seem like that it's sinful. And I'm one to say that it's not. As long as you're doing it with the one that you're supposed to be doing it with the one that you're with, the one that you love, whether you're in a long-term relationship, married, whatever. Um, but I do run into a lot of women that are Christians. Um, and see, it's crazy because I grew up Jehovah's Witness and at the end of the day, I'm human. And I feel as though that the stigma that religion have on us as far as being intimate, I think it's, um, I think it baffles me a little. Yeah, it's true. I feel like again this isn't you know all religions and this isn't this wouldn't be every you know church every synagogue it's going to be subjective for each person but depending on what religion you practice and how it's presented to you some religions might feel like they're trying to micromanage your personal behavior yes and i yes that's why i think it baffles me because whatever you do in your bedroom that's between you and your partner 
especially, that has nothing to do with religion. Especially if you're um, married, right? Yes. Um, so I felt as though certain things, you know, because I came across, um, I did, what was it? Um, it was an um, exotic painting party. So we had like exotic models there. Like the men were kind of naked. And um, I had my sex toys posted against the wall. And I was doing a raffle, a $10 raffle. And um, I went to a lady and she said, no, I'm sorry, I'm Jehovah's Witness. So I'm thinking to myself, like, if you feel that way, why are you even here? Right. This is exotic painting party. You're looking at fornication right now. You're looking at nudity. Yeah, a bit of a selective morality there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is, you know, and sometimes I can't, I can't fix that. They have to fix that within themselves. Now, people who are trying something new and never have done it, done anything before, um, my products definitely help them get confidence, like my lingerie. I have lingerie to fit, um, one size fit all, small, all the way to um, um, 4X. So even if you are a plus size woman and you want to feel beautiful, we have lingerie that will fit your curves and your body type to make you um, feel beautiful with good fabric, you know, um, nice, soft fabrics you know women we love soft fabrics against our body you know it just it's something about it it's calming it makes you feel sexy it's you know it's alluring you know to the men so yeah i do have products for that but most of the people or clients that i have dealt with it was always that christian aspect and I can't help that only God can help that <laughs> that's true and uh, ultimately they're going to have to make a decision that hopefully helps them yes so I think one of the main things that I think of as someone who understands to a uh, a modest level, the female orgasm. I feel like you do have some women who have never had an orgasm before reach out to you. Okay. So, um, I was listening to one of your podcasts, um, and you guys were talking about the G spot and orgasm, having an orgasm. Oh yeah. Sophie um, was on the episode. Yes. Yes. And squirting. Um, most women, um, I didn't know what an orgasm was until later on in life. I really didn't. I thought what I was having the whole entire time, um, was an orgasm until I actually had an orgasm. And it was like, hold up, wait, 
<laughs> and uh, Stina, I'll be honest. It's uh, it's it is it, when you hear women talk about those sensual relations, it's incredibly obvious when they have not. So I, I'm just letting the ladies know out yeah. there. We we definitely yeah. know. <laughs> um, so you know when I realized that what I was having before of us teaching each other, I thought I was having an orgasm the whole entire time. Like yeah. You know, um, and then as years went by and we got more experience and we studied each other, I come to find out what a real orgasm was. And what I suggest my clients to do or any woman who um, is looking to have that out of this world orgasm is to get some massage oil, some hemp massage oil or CBD massage oil. Which is available on the website. Yes, which is on my website. Um, and have him give you a massage, a slow, tender massage. Have him massage your whole entire body. And if you want, you can use a toy as well, a vibrator. And the whole entire, I think our orgasms really come mentally. Because if we're not mentally there, our body is not really there. You know, regardless of what we are doing. And massaging releases endorphins. It releases tension. It relaxes you. Um, it makes you calm. And um, once your whole body is calm and not tense from the days of whatever you're going through, whether it's work or whatever stress-related um, that the world gave you. Once your body is calm, you will really experience a real orgasm. It's true. And I, I feel, yeah, I guarantee it. Absolutely. Because I feel like even the conversation before that could, you know, relax you or calm you is par part of the foreplay that allows you to even achieve an orgasm. Yes. Yes, foreplay is definitely a must. Um, and it's crazy because when I was, um, when I was doing my research, a lot of girls didn't like foreplay. A lot of guys didn't like to do foreplay. But I felt as though foreplay is definitely a must for both parties because the foreplay, um, it, ten it intensifies um, the passion that you have for each other. And it makes the man want to last even longer when you're doing foreplay on a man because now he's not looking to just, you know, hurry up and do it. He's now like, okay, he's into it. He's interested. He wants to go further. Um, and then with us, it brings us that mental stimulation that makes us want to go all the way. Um, 
And it's the best. I'm telling you, foreplay is a must. You have to do foreplay in order to achieve the perfect orgasm. I'll be completely honest, Stina, as someone who knows what they're doing, I think foreplay is my favorite part of any type of sensual relations because of what you just said, because it automatically makes whatever happens infinitely better than it was ever going to be. So it is key. So gentlemen out there, ladies listening, please indulge in that self-care and illustrate that by taking foreplay seriously have some fun with it go to simplyintimatebliss.com there's a lot of fun to be had on that website and check it out yes we have everything from vibrators to dildos to candles hot wax that is my favorite um the hot wax turns into oil really um yes that is my favorite because um the candles gives a romantic vibe and it has aromatherapy inside of it to calm you. And then, you know, the heat of the hot wax turns into oil. So you pour that on your partner and it just intensifies that moment. So yes, we have um, candles um, uh, that turns into hot oil, um, massage oil. Um, we have bath bombs, uh, CBD oil, lingerie. We have it all. You need condoms. We got condoms. Um, (laughs) Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, we definitely have a whole entire, um, hygiene, um, page on there to also clean your toys, um, to make, you know, um, also body wash to clean yourself. Yeah, we have it all. A lubricant if you, um, we have water base and silicone base. Um, I suggest water because our body is made out of water. Right. I wouldn't do silicone even though silicone is much slippier, slipperier than um, water. I still wouldn't do silicone. I would do water base. Um, yeah, we, we have it all. Now, as being a professional in the industry, do you have a customer favorite? No. My customer favorite is all my customers. No, I meant I like a, the product that they would choose. Like a, a be- oh, the product they would choose. I was like... <laughs> Yeah, the uh, okay. the best seller. <laughs> oh, the best seller, the best seller now. Now it was the rabbit who used to be my best seller, but um, between the middle of last month and this month, um, it has became the double XL um, master dildo. Okay. Um, that thing is big. It don't make no sense. (laughs) Um, let me give you the description of it. Um, you can find that on my website as well. 
uh, and I did post it up because a lot of people were asking for it. Oh, on IG? Uh, yes, I put it on IG. Uh, oh, this thing is big. Um, okay, so it's the double XL eight inch dildo. Yeah, and it's the, only the strong will survive. honey i i'm not that strong but that's been selling like crazy no Um, way really yeah they call it the anaconda um, (laughs) annihilator yeah the annihilator they call it the yeah oh you're looking at it right yeah (laughs) the oh my gosh the annihilator that right there, which is by um, the XR brand Sex Toys. Um, That's such a great name, the Annihilator. <laughs> I might have to start using that. <laughs> Look, whoever's using that, I suggest you get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you get drunk first before you use that, or, or maybe you're a pro. And because that's been selling off the charts like crazy. Interesting. Okay. The Annihilator. Annihilator. And I was just like, honey, I don't think I'm. So it's 18 inches long and four inches wide. Oh, wow. The. Oh, wow. It's uh, quite girthy. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's not just long, it's wide. So um, somebody please reach out to me and tell me how does it feel? Because I have not tried it. I'm too scared of that. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to know how is one able to take that? What do you do? What exercises do you? Again, I am still learning in this business. So I would like to know who is buying this stuff, you know, um, and I appreciate it. By all means, buy. But I would like to know how do one take that? Because that is big. And then aren't there even bigger ones as well that are in the, you know, the double digits? Um, (laughs) I don't know. I think that's the biggest one I have. Let me, let me check. I think that's the biggest one that I sell on my website. If they have anything bigger than that. Um, no, they have a 16 inch a 12 inch, the annihilator, which is um, 18 inch. I don't see anything. And then it goes to nine inch, 10 inch, which is average 11 inch. Um, That is, I think that's the biggest one that I am selling on my, um, yeah. Hold on, wait, this one is sold out. this one is completely sold out. Oh, that's 17 inch. So that's under 18. Um, 
yeah, I think that's the biggest one that I have on my page that I am selling. So when Simply Intimate Bliss launches its podcast, ladies, call in if you tried the Annihilator and tell your story. Yes, I would like to know their story on that. I really do. Because that right there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, they're not going to have a uh, boring sex life after that, right? You shouldn't, but uh, honey, call that better have nine one one on speed dial. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, this, this this thing is really selling, and I'm like, what is going on? What is this? <laughs> you know, um. Most of the time, I just have manufacturers. If I have something on hand, I probably tested it. You know, it's so many different um, sex toy products out there to try them all. You know, I'm not one to say that I have tried them all because it's thousands. It's thousands. It's over 3,000 different products out there. Um which I give it to the creators because that is very creative to come up with a different product line every single year, a different type of dildo, a different type of vibrator, glass um, dildo. Um, you know, now we have um, the realistic sex dolls. Right. You know, it's um, the sex toy industry is very, it amazes me how these creators come about and, you know, it's almost like art to me because it's like, who thought of this? Like, exactly. how did did they come up with that concept? You know, how how did they know to make it that big or make it look like what it looks like? Like the realistic dolls, like those things are amazing. Absolutely. And even the technology like the VR. So you might want to start thinking about selling the those uh, toys that correspond with the VR program, which would be amazing. Um, We do have. um, Okay, that's 14 inch. I'm still trying to see if there's anything bigger than the 18 inch and I still ain't finding it. I'm still trying to, yeah, the 18 inch is the biggest one that I have on my website. Um, And we do have the um, realistic sex dolls. Um, The prices start at, if I'm not mistaken, $1,000. Okay. Um, And you can find that under um, His Bliss. And it's the tab that says his bliss and you can tap on sex dolls and it will show you. And um, what's, what's also cool about your website is that in addition to lingerie, you actually have costumes as well. So we might have to work on a, a campaign for Halloween, Stina. Yes, we have a lot of costumes. We also have Christmas costumes. We got costumes for every holiday. Hey, 
we had St. Patrick's Day up there. Um, we had the four-leaf clover pasties, the underwear. Um, the bunny. The vibrating underwear um, uh, with the, the, it almost looked like the Christmas outfit, um, but it was green. Instead of it being red, it was green. Um, yeah. Um, my favorite one, however, is I don't know why, but it's the maid uniform. Oh, it's a classic. <laughs> it never goes out yeah. of style. I, I don't think it would ever go. And that was my first costume. That was the costume that I got my confidence in. Hmm. You know what? That makes. I, yeah. Yeah, that was my first costume, and I had a wig. I went to the wig store, and I named my wig Beyonce. Ah. Her, her real name was Brittany, but because <laughs> it was giving me Beyonce vibes, Brittany went out the window. Um, <laughs> it was golden blonde hair with um, different types of golden streaks in the hair, and it was, like, long and flowy and curly and... It gave me Beyonce. Yeah. Um, that was my first costume. And I suggest women, guess what? Role play. Role play is, I think if you want to start somewhere to spice up your relationship and you don't know how, role play. It's the quickest way to spice up your relationship. Absolutely. I think that's one of my favorite ways to you know, spice things up. Yeah. Especially with the maid. I mean, I don't know. It's just something very, very interesting about that dynamic. I feel like that might have been the first role play. It was probably the, the French maid. Yes. The French maid um, was the first role play. Um, I didn't try the cops and robbers yet. But we do have a um, we do have a cop's uniform for women, and we also have the flight attendant. I like the flight attendant one. And then you know, even though it's going against a lot of people's spiritual morals, we also have the nun. You know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so if you got a confession to tell. <laughs> yeah. You know, just make sure when you when you're confessing, you speak into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. But the flight attendant, that would be interesting. Flight attendant, uh, I like it. But now I'm thinking about the now, now that I just said that. <laughs> Because, I mean, with the with the flight attendant, you could actually, you know, take it a step further and be like, you know what? We're on a private jet. Yeah. Yeah. And he can be the captain. El Capitan. Yes, El Capitan. Yeah, we have a lot of quality products here. So I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. 
I didn't get any complaints yet since I've been in business, which is a good thing. That's amazing. Hey, 10 years. <laughs> that That's a long time. I mean, don't yeah, companies have customer service? Years. Yeah, on and off for 10 years, but my LLC has been lasting for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you know what? I don't, I don't regret it. I love it. I really love it. I love bringing joy to people. I love making them feel confident. Um, I'm also a licensed esthetician. So I also do makeup and facials Monday through Friday. Um, well, since this quarantine, I haven't been doing nothing. Um, except for tomorrow, I have a client to see tomorrow, um, to do makeup on for the very first time since the quarantine. Um, but I love bringing confidence to people. I love, um, knowing that I made a difference in somebody else's life. I think that's, that's my passion. You know, everybody has to find their passion in life, you know? And I think instead of me saying, I think I'm gonna just say, I know, because I know I feel joy when I help somebody else. I completely understand it's being completely selfless and you're doing what you naturally want to do that give, literally like you said it gives you joy that's amazing mm-hmm. and you're literally providing joy for people in their you know respective relationships what i think is wonderful it's only going to make the world a better place yes and the divorce rate lower <laughs> exactly we gotta lower that divorce rate and the especially where we have children our children need both parents in the house right and i think the uh the orgasm rate would increase because i think was it still at least between 60 and 70 percent of women don't experience an orgasm during sexual intercourse which is interesting yes yes Yes. Um, so, ladies, when I when I actually say that guys know when you you have an experience of orgasm, it's 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 very it's very plain because usually your behavior will you know illustrate that. But sometimes, do men really care? I think men care. Boys don't. Hmm. I like that. That's fair. Real men care about what their woman is going through. Boys don't. So I imagine the the men who contact you really do care. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah. And I really care about them because I would like to know more as well. You know, it's, it's a give and take relationship between me and all my clients, you know, and I wouldn't regret anything. I wouldn't regret anything um, because knowledge is truly power. And what you do with that knowledge makes you even powerful. Um, So, yeah. And in addition to this knowledge, could you share 
the knowledge of the other types of businesses in the industry that people might want to be interested in, such things as vaginal steaming and waxing and whatnot? Yes. Um, so being that I am a licensed esthetician, um, I do facials. Um, I used to do vaginal steaming. Um, I don't anymore because hygiene to me is a must. Um, like, um, well, it was actually vaginal um, rejuvenation. That's when you give your uh, vagina a facial. Um, now, vaginal steaming, I um and is that the Yanni or the Yoni? Huh? Is that the Yanni or the Yoni? Yes. Okay. The Yoni. The Yoni, okay. The Yanni. Yes, the Yanni steaming. Um, I recommend all women do it at least, at least once a month. Okay. Once a month. And do you know any in the area? Huh? Do you know any in the area? Yes, I do. Um, a girlfriend of mine, um, she has her own um, salon, um, and she does vaginal steaming and rejuvenation. Wow. Um, she also do she also do waxing. Um, her name is Ashley, and her business is called Oh gosh, Glam Stop in Broadway, New Jersey. Okay, Glam Stop. Mm-hmm. So and tell her Christina sent you absolutely. Um, but yes, vaginal steaming. If you're gonna get waxing and steaming on the same day, get the steaming first, then wax because it um, relaxes the hair follicles and makes it easy for waxing. You never want to wax first and then get steaming because it can cause irritation and burning because the steam is is it's quite hot. Wow. <laughs> but um, the steaming. It's very beneficial to women who are um, about to be on their menstrual and who get bad cramps, who has fibroids, who are trying to conceive. Um, it heals up and cleanses out your internal walls of your uterus, your uterus lining. So it's definitely beneficial for you to get steaming. And I suggest women get it once a month. Interesting. Cause I literally never heard of it until I talked to you. I was like, Oh, okay. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, that's not really things guys talk about when guys are talking. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all these commercials and stuff like that for uni steaming and herbs. And you can actually do it at home now. Um, which, um, I'm going to start selling the at-home kits because I don't do that anymore. You know, I don't, yeah. Um, but I'm going to be selling the at-home kits for vaginal steaming. So, you know, just in case women do not feel comfortable going to a facility and sitting there and steaming, you could do it at home. The comfort of your own bathroom or your own um chair you know i suggest you get a um uni chair um you can buy it on amazon but i will be selling the herbs soon interesting so perhaps you and ashley should come up with a digital product 
that uh guides women on how to do this you know if they're if they're not uh willing to go out and do it in public because i mean it really has amazing benefits i mean we understand the ph levels of of uh you know the vagina so little things like this understanding things like that especially as a guy so again we're just going to be incredibly candid and transparent here so guys if you ever have the the uh let's say the blessing or the opportunity to experience a threesome and obviously you want to practice safe sex so you're going to use condoms but you got to remember to use different condoms for each vagina because each ph level is different so doing things like the the yanni steam that christina is talking about it actually you know it clears up it's a vaginal cleansing yeah and it's 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 a lot healthier and it's a lot safer than um summer's eve i think so um because Summer's Eve, is, it has a lot of chemicals in it um, and that m- messes up. Even though it says it balances out your pH level, a lot of people don't even realize what they're allergic to. And <laughs> fragrance can be one of the allergies. So I would suggest you steam it over anything else. That's very interesting. And now, I still do it on myself, but I don't do it for other people anymore, you know. Um, but yeah, I still do facials, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm not too fond of um, the vagina. <laughs> Fair I'm enough. Very fond of mine, but not everybody else's. That's completely fair. I feel the uh, same way in the inverse. (laughs) (laughs) And then we actually uh, have our first question from Chloe, which is, do vibrators desensitize women to actual penises? No. It actually um, enhances. How about thing, that? The best thing is because um, when you're using a vibrator, most of the time it's, um, it's external. And, you know, we use penises and that's internal. Um, but it enhances everything it tightens up your vaginal wall when you use a vibrator for one so now when a penis is going inside you you feel it more and then because you're sensitive the best thing i suggest um which is one of my favorite toys now is the vibrating penis ring um and it's called um it's a no tolerance it's by no tolerance and it's the vibrating ring. It has seven different levels. So then that way you can get a vibration, cl- um, clitoral, and still enjoy the strength of the penis. And it, it's going to be the best sex you ever had. Interesting. Yes. 
And could you I also sell that? Yeah, I also sell that on my website. Oh, nice. We'll definitely have the link in the description. And question. So I think the element of this industry that everyone has heard of is probably BDSM. Could you go more into the bondage, dominant, submissive, and masochism? Okay, so a lot of people um, have this stigma about BDSM that, um, you know, it's aggressive, um, it's hurtful. I think when you're doing it with your partner and you have an understanding, um, I feel as though you must have a conversation of what your limits are before you start. You must have a safe word. Um, and you must have consent, number one, when you're doing BDS stuff. Mm. Um, and don't go over your tolerance level. You know, still respect each other's boundaries. You know, um, and it just don't have to be the man that's being a dominant one. It, the woman could be the dominant one, but we have this notion that the men are the dominant ones in BDSM, but it's actually not true. Um, I have learned that a lot of men like to be controlled when they're doing BDSM. They like to get spanked. They like to get feel punished. You know, again, when you're doing it with your partner, always have that safe word, always know your tolerance level, um, and just learn what a person likes, you know, um, and respect each other's boundaries. But I feel as though that is another way to spice up the relationship. Yeah. Absolutely, because anything that's going to take you out of your comfort zone, but like you said, in a way that's complicit, you're usually going to have a lot of fun or let's say more fun than you anticipate having before. Yes. Well, Christina, thank you so much for making the time and talking to us about your passion that is giving so much value to the world and i can't wait to you come and join us again on poetic charm <laughs> thank you for having me uh, um i know it's been crazy out there um in this world this is the time to lift up your vibrations and to think positive and be around positive people like-minded people um, so thank you for even um, considering me to interview. Um, just thank you. you know, um. Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure it's not going to be the last time. So thank you once again and have a good evening. Sure, they got me brainless. And I don't want this. Hey, I, I don't know, yeah, yeah
people already eavesdrop if you're out here having dope ass conversations while you're lit it's like why not why not put it into a podcast he makes podcasts he's here outside of the city pick his brain i'ma just be here 